At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. Right, it's another edition of Sincerely Unqualified. Today we have a Netflix movie. Didn't have to go to the theaters for this one. <laughs> you're probably happy you didn't have to go to the theaters for this one. If you're watching along with us with these new movies now, we're yeah. doing Beckett. It was it was a movie. It, it was certainly was a movie. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about it for now. Very difficult to get movies made, so you know it had yeah, the qualities of a movie. I will say that. It was over an hour and 15 minutes long. Yes. It definitely have multiple characters and points of view. It had had a plot. It definitely had a plot. Yeah. So you know what? Actually, it, call we'll it a movie. probably talk about it. it I wasn't that bad. Uh, I, I actually think it was better than the ratings show it. But, I mean, hey, before, before we get into news or talk about Beckett, what do you have to tell the people, Woody, what happened last week? I had the worst day ever, probably. Not really, but we're talking about incredible movies like Beckett. I'm going to be dramatic over here, I guess but so. no, I mean, I walked outside. It was slightly drizzling and I was like, okay, this is perfect. I'll just wear a sweatshirt and my backpack's waterproof. So I'll walk to work. That's fine. Halfway there, it starts Hurricane Henri, what we actually thought it would be. And I just get absolutely soaked. So I'm walking there, but the thing, the only reason I didn't stop or anything is yeah. because I had pre-ordered a Dunkin' Donuts coffee and I was not, not picking it up because it's it was the my most Boston thing ever. It was a way. free rewards coffee. It was the one That's where I, that more. I got for free. Yeah, so much that stuck that in the forehead that you're like, oh, I gotta get this one for free. <laughs> no, it was the free one. So I was like, I'm not missing out on my free coffee. So I kept walking and I'm you just getting what, soaked. That would be incentive to just keep no, just to go like no. it was a free coffee you're not going to miss out on any money you're not it's not a sunk cost if it's free it's free no but that okay but then technically the sunk cost is everything that i paid before that to be able oh, to get that hard free work, coffee your hard work and dedication yeah. beforehand that 349 is not coming back so i walked there i got it's all three, the way there you, wait you're spending 349 on a coffee would you just get in like a i feel like you're just a regular black coffee guy you getting like the extra large no, I get a large black coffee. That's it. Large Just a black. large black coffee. <laughs> Have we ever all. talked about on SNL, by the way, the uh, the Duncan uh, SNL thing with Ben Affleck? No. Oh, what is it? Oh, sorry. It's Casey Affleck. Um, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It's part of the Christmas episode. So they're doing like this commercial and he's... They're basically, it's supposed to be like this new Dunkachino thing. Or, uh, oh, not, not the Dunkachino. Not the actual Dunkachino yeah, thing, but you know what I mean. It's <laughs> kind of for is. a new drink. So it's supposed yeah. to be like, it's really upbeat, like, come to Dunkin' for the holidays. And then they're filming all these real people getting in. So it's like the one guy <laughs> wearing a suit. He's like, oh, I always get my coffee before I get in the meetings, you know? And then it just shows Casey Affleck walks up. He's wearing like a Carhartt shirt, a Bruins yeah. hat. Um, or a Carhartt jacket, and he's like, he's saying that he's the mayor of of Duncan. <laughs> he's like, I, oh, you gotta get me for your movie, get me for your movie. Like, <laughs> he's like, uh, they're like, oh, what do you like to get? He's like, 
Oh, I always get a lodge, a three crows, <laughs> take a dump, and then smoke a parliament. <laughs> it's just some, something like that. It's the best Casey Affleck thing I've ever seen. It is. Okay, that is probably the most Boston thing I've seen so far is Dunkin' Donuts because no exaggeration. That's I an will East Coast walk, thing too. No, but, but no, but Boston I know. ruined it. That's through. where it got the start. Right? On my walk to work, do you know how many Boston or Dunkin' Donuts I see? I see seven, seven different locations. Aren't you like a 10 minute walk? And there's office? one being built. Yes, I am. That's what makes it insane is I mean, that I will walk there and I pass, but I go to the one closest. And that's why I walked so far and got soaked. Also thought my backpack was waterproof. It wasn't. So yeah. my computer got chalked. Not so, with that type of rain. I mean, it's probably one of those <laughs> things. It's like, you know, iPhones now water resistant. So yeah, no, it's yeah. water resistant. It says, but not for a torrential downpour like I thought yeah. it would be. So also, they can we talk Dunkin' versus Starbucks quick? Also, yeah, but did you know that that thing Rihanna sings about is real? I didn't know. What, so what people were th- saying, get an umbrella. And you know what? <sighs> the rain was coming oh, sideways. I'm, I'm thinking about just stopping this. At, <laughs> what do we have? Five minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the people some grief. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna pretend like you didn't say that. That's no, staying in. People, no, no, people. Every time I told that story so far, everyone's like, "You should have had an umbrella." Been a hit. Oh, oh, I you should no, you should have had an umbrella. And it's ridiculous because the rain was literally coming sideways at my face. So it's not like an umbrella would have helped. Woody, after after that Rihanna punchline, I'm glad this happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> well deserved, honestly. I hope your computer does not come back to life. <laughs> well, I got a new one, so that's about all that you need to know about that's that fair. situation. Um, yes. Can we talk Duncan versus Starbucks? Because when we think about it, yeah. like I said, it's an East Coast thing, so... I well, actually mainly in my area there were not that many Starbucks. There was Dunkins though. I don't really like Dunkin' coffee. I see really? I like the culture of Dunkin'. I because I think everyone tries to be like, oh, I like Dunkin' more than Starbucks. Like I'm not a frilly person. But so the thing is I like really dark coffee. Like I so like I. dark, strong, punchy in the face coffee. So I think that that's why I've always been more of a Starbucks coffee drinker. But you know, maybe I'm just maybe I'm West I Coast. I just Cat. don't think maybe see, I've always like, been. I've, I've been supposed to be here. I've had enough of both. Where I don't think Starbucks dark coffee is just good. Like Dunkin's coffee, I think is genuinely good, and it's dark enough where I'm like, okay, that's yeah. fine. I enjoy the taste much more than Starbucks. And you're like, oh, it's bitter just to be bitter. There's Do you know no what though? Po- I also like the taste of bad coffee. So like. I recently we I stopped into and literally when I say recently this was like six months ago probably by yeah. the the one beach that we like to go to there's a Circle K so gas station kind of coffee um, for those of you who are not on the West Coast I don't no, know that's what everywhere. Circle K is either what the it's fuck in is like Circle Ohio K? it's Circle no, K Circle K is like one of the biggest mini mart grocery or uh, mini mart gas station chains i've lived in two Essentially cities 7-11. i don't know what that yeah. means probably not in new york or boston <laughs> yeah, 7-Eleven. for all intents and purposes is. circle k circle k bad coffee gas station coffee but i like it dude you give okay. me a dark roast it's not good it tastes like dirt i think i like my coffee to kind of taste like dirt do you feel better that you drink dirt? You're like, I'm a, uh, you're basically, you feel <laughs> more empowered because it tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I exactly. can handle this in the morning. <laughs> my taste is going to have to go up from there. Oh, you like oat milk and sugar, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I spit into people's face when I walk by. 
I, that's like when people say, oh, my grandparents used to walk five miles in the snow to work. You that you, this is your version. You're like, I drink dirt every morning to wake up. People, people are always like, we didn't even have school buses. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I French press dirt into water. It's not even go hot the, water either. I go to this glorified gas station and get their dirt pumping from the day dude, before. Da- I'll send you a picture of the gas station. I'll it's look not it up. anything. What is Circle K? I mean, it's literally, it's just a gas station. They it's, have a homepage. That's home all you page. need to know. Dude, what I would say, though. Oh, it is. It's is a that, big thing. It looks like a uh, Circle K, 7-Eleven. Yeah, what is an AMPM? I'm learning so much. AMPM. That's, I've only seen that out here. Yeah. But, this is like you're in and out, essentially. This is an, a different an industries in it. No, the Circle K is a different industries in and out. It's like, oh, we only have it on the West. No, dude, it's not. It's everywhere. Anyone listening from the Midwest is like, yeah, no, I get it. Regions. Let's see. <laughs> We're going to move regions. past this gas okay. station. You know, oh, actually, wow. It, does, it is everywhere. It, the regional gas station thing does interest me. And the other okay. reason is because I you remember I worked for the, uh, I worked for a bad industry after for- our sophomore year. So <laughs> I knew the gas station layouts. Like, I know if, if you're listening in central Pennsylvania for some reason, shout out Rudders. Like, there, there, you got Turkey Hills. You got all that kind of stuff. Regional Turkey gas Hill stations does are interesting. So, Turkey Hill sounds like it makes cut like uh, meats. Oh, okay. Yeah, it I could sounds see that. like it makes uh, incredible meats. iced tea. That's literally what they're like okay. known for. Their iced tea is fantastic. Do they? That would be a great name for uh, cold cuts. Turkey Hill. They could just make their own line of cold cuts. People would think I don't it's organic. Know if they do because so they're owned by Kroger. Do you know now? Do you know Kroger? I know what the Kroger is. the more national you chain. get. The more I know. But that's what Circle K is. But yeah, Turkey yeah. also. Uh, maybe Trader I think Joe's? no one's going to find this interesting. We're going on 10 minutes now. So maybe. <laughs> Did you say Trader Joe's? <laughs> Trader Joe's is incredible. Trader, I, dude, I would walk into a Trader Joe's just to boost my mood. Get the rainbow wrap from Trader Joe's, by the way. Anyone do listening, they, it's really do good. Do they have dirt coffee or no? <laughs> Their coffee is pretty good, actually. So you never buy it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I right, actually go to a Trader Joe's, then I go to the. Uh, the What's a grocery store out here? I pretty much exclusively shop at Trader Joe's. Yeah. I go to the the next grocery store next door just to get some Folgers. Mix in some dirt. Okay. <laughs> Do oh, we want to move on to news? Mix in some dirt. That's like how to eat fried worms, dude. That's You just put that shit in your coffee. I'm like that one weird kid that eats the worms in the playground. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Were you okay. ever that kid? No. Did you Why have friends that I... were that kid? No. I don't you didn't know have that anyone I... that would like eat a worm every now and then. Not that in I elementary know elementary school or anything. No, nope. <laughs> I'm not saying I hung out with them. I, I think you were length. that. You said that way too normally. You were like, "Yeah, I was. I might have been that kid." <laughs> oh, I was not. I was asking if you were. <laughs> no, it's a quick. There's an easy distinction there because I don't trust you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't trust you. I went to a. I went to an Andrew Schultz show last night. It was fantastic. It was in a That's, theater. Oh wait, it was tell very, me. Tell me. Dude, it's so good. The, the guy's a killer. And also, so uh, I used to listen to, I think it was actually the King of the Sting. He was like part of the team when that really? started. Derek Poston, not Schultz, oh, okay. um, the, his host. So I think that he just got big enough and then started his, well, he decided to focus on his own podcast. So he yeah. he hosted, like he opened and then um, and he was hilarious. And then Mark Gagnon, Schultz's kind of like right-hand man on his podcast came out. 
did and he opened for him so he's opening for him he's like younger okay. kind of newer to comedy but being able to do all these awesome theaters and have schultz like just killing it so uh bruce baffer that that uh ufc announcer he's yeah. doing the intro but they're just doing like a video for it for the most part okay. and then so he's Schultz did four shows, Friday, Saturday. He did two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. I did the early show fr- or Saturday. And then I'm checking out Schultz's stories, and then all of a sudden I see him reposting stuff that Bruce Baffert was actually at the 9.30 show. So if I would have went to the last one, Bruce Baffert was just doing the intro in person with the video up behind him. It was kind of sick. Dude, that's kind of sick. You yeah. should have gone to the... Why didn't you go to the later one? What, do you have plans or something? Dude, I have responsibilities. You're too busy playing dog. ball yeah, you have to have you have to get a dog. babysitter and the whole thing. Now. A babysitter, I had to pick him up at like eleven. Dude, that's like I two know. hours past my bedtime these days. How inconsiderate is it of Kevin to have tickets to the show that I got him tickets to? Praise that's <laughs> <laughs> a few months. It's so inconsiderate. Yeah, honestly, on this podcast, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying like, "Oh yeah, I went to so and so show." Like, I have a mega mega uh little yeah, concert you've tour got a hell of a schedule yeah, and i was I'm like excited. yeah he probably doesn't have in you, the first time i show you yeah i, I have tickets to that yeah <laughs> fuck yeah like, Not well it. kevin's loaded up honestly also he's going to dead and co if you haven't been to dead and co you should probably go i mean it's a great show it's a great time for the whole family yeah, well, I have uh, two extra tickets, one with yours and our friend's name on it. So, hey, yes, well, maybe sir. we could record something in person. And there is some good movies coming out around October. Speaking of movies, we have Ooh. the Eternals final trailer dropped. Um, that, you know, I was trying to do a segue and that wasn't an actual sentence. That was a really okay. good segue, honestly. That was I your most co- coherent sentence yet. I think. <laughs> So <laughs> to date, the, was... the Eternals trailer, basically it kind of set out like exactly where it fits in with the MCU, exactly what happened. And also, by the way, just cutting in here, if you're watching on YouTube, my app that I'm using is so laggy, but just deal with it. Uh, Dude, <laughs> so you're not the you're trailer... supposed to make it think it's them. You're supposed yeah, to make yeah, them fix think your it's YouTube. their connection. <laughs> Seriously. Um, they, it, gives the uh, a glimpse into the actual villain too so first we kind of didn't know who this big villain was going to be we just knew that the eternals they're this group they're celestials they're it's it's going above and beyond even what we were doing before with the multiverse so yeah uh the the deviant leader crow k-r-o is the main villain um basically it looks like and granted if you are a big comic book people you might know all the lore behind this i'm going to assume that people have the same knowledge as we do as just mcu fans so basically there are uh deviants and then there are eternals and we don't exactly know why we just know that they're ancient beings and there's something with like the big bang that they just have these two groups and they're they just have to go against each other obviously it's a good versus evil thing the deviants want to destroy the world. They while... kind of explained it in the trailer a little bit. I think it was basically like there needs to be enough energy to create a deviant. And when a deviant, like the something sparked, like Thanos snapping half the universe away was enough energy or enough and of variance to cause the... the deviants to come out. And then we got to see the Celestials for the first time. And whole, not the first time, but holy shit. The, like holy some of the CGI. visuals in this movie look 
unbelievable. Oh, yeah, dude. And you kind of knew it was going to happen, too, and you would assume that it was going to be CGI, but you see all, like, the lasers yeah. coming out of people's eyes, and you're just like, this This is going to be different, but also yeah. it's going to be more of what we got with the last phase. Like when, I know. What, the more of, I feel, what made people really fall in love with the MCU. So... I, th- I think that it's going to be a nice little bridge. I think that a lot of people, like if you are a huge fan of this franchise, I think that this is the one you're most excited about. Uh, other than or Spider-Man. This is, the maker, this is kind of the make or break for the next stage. Of the, not, I wouldn't say the make or break, but this is, the, this is what's going to let us know like what direction we're headed in a little bit for the next coming movies. Like Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, everything th- is kind of going to, rely on this movie a little bit because if they can make something new great they're gonna make the old ones great like we've seen a lot of derivatives in marvel and maybe like iron man 2 iron man 3 maybe weren't as good or anything like that maybe the the sequels didn't hold up but if they can make something new now that endgame already happened everything if they can still work and, and do great like they did with the tv shows we're in good hands yeah, well, and I also think that in terms of just the setup, like the conventional yeah. setup of having a group, people are going to naturally compare this more to the end game, the other Avengers movie, you know, Captain America, uh, Civil War. What do you think about the cast? The cast is kind of an interesting I mean, the mix. cast has, oh, for years, like, honestly. I mean, it's crazy. Like, back two years ago, I've been like, oh, that's sick. Kumail. <laughs> like, now, I know, but- we have. Huh? Angelina Jolie in there, I feel like is it's not random. Insane. It's awesome. Salma like Hayek. Kit Harrington, then like, I mean, what is going on? With it's this literally game? just it's like awesome. we're just we're just finding ways for Marvel. Well, I mean, for I guess Kevin Feige, in general, the the lead of the MCU to be like, oh, you're a major actor. We're just gonna put you into like this movie because yeah. we have we have so many <laughs> movies and TV shows. If you're a big name actor, they'll get you in there somehow. Salma Hayek's like, can I be in it? And they're like, yeah, of course you can be well, in it. I, I actually didn't open this article. Apparently, Salma Hayek actually rejected the role at first before really? going back to accept it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that she probably thought, oh, you know what? I think I did see it. Uh, I think she thought that they were going to be like making her old or something. Regardless, uh, or Salma there was Hayek, like Grown Ups 4 on the horizon and you just got to get ready for And you're going to get that huge paycheck. <laughs> The Sandman's going to put you up in Hawaii just to hang out for a few days or a few weeks, months. We're filming on a yacht in Croatia. Uh, Sorry, Marvel. (laughs) I'll see you later. (laughs) Let me know if there's something down the line. Yeah, but uh, I guess it looks like Crow's powers ultimately, like he he can shape shift. Apparently, he works more like an Eternal than he does a Deviant. So it kind of makes him a little more powerful because he can... Uh, from what I read, it's this screenwriter article that I'm referencing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he essentially can heal himself really fast. He has psychic control over his own body that just allows him to manage its function and regenerate its cells at high speed. So essentially, like if he gets hurt, one, he can't get hurt that much. And then if he does, um, he gets right back to it and just keeps fighting. So... Um, he can shapeshift a little. It, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty interesting villain for them to fight. And it sounds like, I mean, with the Celestials and everything, like you said, the first look at him, it was just so cool. Like The one making the universe looked insane. Yeah, yeah. 
So I, we're going to get some crazy stuff out of that. I forget what the director had done previously, but I know she had done some crazy stuff beforehand, visuals-wise. award winner, yeah. Chloe Zhao. What, did she, what movies had she done previously? Because I know, I, I mean, let's be honest. I saw a TikTok about it, and <laughs> like it looked insane. So just the stuff that she'd done previously, I'm very trusting. Oh, so she did Nomadland. Yeah. Uh, Eternals. Yeah, so we're in good hands. We're definitely good hands. Yes, Academy Award winning um, Nomadland. And then on the opposite spectrum, we have Michael Keaton, who knows <laughs> zero things about this. He would probably be like, oh, there's Salma. What is she doing there? Dude, I don't know <laughs> if I like this move. Like, I don't know if I want Michael Keaton just to be like, no, okay, I don't know wait. what this stuff is. Or if Unfair. I'm like, dude, come on. Unfair, because Owen Wilson did the same thing, and everyone's like, ha, he's the wow guy. Like, I, we, see, we have no basis for saying Michael Keaton's a dick and Owen Wilson just because he's so likable we're just like I don't think it's the likability factor I think it's like we needed a really specific weird character that kind of threw people off to get the lore of Loki so we needed someone to be like I I, I honestly truly believe this even if Loki was as good as it was if there wasn't the original shock of seeing Owen Wilson in that trailer people (laughs) might not have watched it in droves and I think that we needed to be like, okay, how is Owen Wilson going to fit in the MCU now? How is this going to work? I think that that was almost just a casting thing because they were kind of two steps ahead. So I don't mind Owen Wilson not really knowing much about it. And yeah, I, you know, look, we're going to talk about him after this probably as long as we don't run out of time. I mean, he's a Wes Anderson <laughs> guy. He's a, he's a cinema guy. Keaton, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want to put people in boxes, but cle- it's clear like Keaton, he's Batman. That's what you think of when you think of Look, Keaton. He's also he's also just a cool dude. It oh, like. Keaton's the man. He just seems like an awesome guy to talk to and just to, yeah. But I'm saying that it almost seems like if you're, unless he's saying he's not watching movies or he's just saying yeah. he's only watching certain kind of movies. How have you not seen like any of any just big huge blockbuster movies that these comic book movies are maybe he's turning a blind eye to him because he's like oh i don't really i don't mess around with these but then why are you like maybe here's a paycheck sure here's here's why the are you thing. the dceu and the mcu here's the thing here's the thing here's what i think he yeah. did the movie he he has the basis of what he's done he understands the movies he's been in great you did it congratulations he probably had fun doing it i'm sure he did he's like look i'll do this fun movie i'm michael keaton i'll do whatever i want yeah that's true. then goes and is now promoting this new movie the protege which honestly i've only seen again clips of on tiktok no idea yeah. what it's about i see three seconds of him kicking somebody in the face and then scroll so i don't know what it's about but he's probably on a press tour promoting that once what's the quickest way for somebody to get your attention now michael keaton marvel ignorance doesn't know what it is or what's scorsese that do saying what does that cinema. do yeah no but i think that's different i think scorsese genuinely has oh, that's, somewhat that's of a disdain towards yeah. that but i think that michael keaton either it was drummed up by pr or it was like a, he genuinely just doesn't care but he's also promoting something else so he's like can we not talk about something i did seven years ago can we talk about this new thing like yeah i don't know what they're doing with marvel great i'm not going to be in it again congrats let's yeah. do something else you know like you don't if you're in the marvel movies if you're a continuing character if you're back if you're like um tom hiddleston or you know 
Chris at Hemsworth or somebody, sure, know as much as you possibly want to. If you're Michael Keaton, who's a villain in one of them, and you're promoting movies six years down the line, I understand his point of view. I do. I get it. I get what you're saying. I just think that it's it sounds a little overstated to like for the purpose of kind of putting it down. So uh, also, I don't think that we even explicitly said what it is. He's going to be in Morbius, and he said that he hasn't watched a, a superhero movie since Batman '89. Um, <laughs> so, dude, honestly, I I want to kind of be like I'm calling out his BS. Like I, that's kind of just always how my brain works. I hear something like this, and I'm like, oh, okay. He has a good publicist that's trying to get yeah. headlines, and he's just kind of he's trying to get a rise out of people. But I mean, Keaton, he's an awesome dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he's, he's cool. <laughs> and his uh, literally just his role in the other guys makes me want to just always like him. TLC <laughs> and, and references, stuff. Yeah, just making TLC <laughs> just references, the constant TLC references. <laughs> but we'll I, go I don't know. It's almost like, right? <laughs> look, if you're an actor and you've been in these movies. Watch the movie. What are we doing? It's and if you didn't, it sounds like you're doing it on purpose for some weird reason. Just watch the movies; they're good. Come on. Keaton. I feel like he's got a secret bat cave where he just goes down and watches all these movies and doesn't tell anybody. You know, just, he's definitely. I feel like he's yeah. rich enough where he's definitely got an iteration of the bat cave in his house. Yeah, I'm not gonna. And he's like, I'm not gonna. Copy he's like, that, I'm still went somewhere first. <laughs> I'm still Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keaton, come over to my place. We'll watch some. We'll kick back. We'll watch some MCU. I'm sure that's the first thing on his list. We just we didn't go to this apartment and watch movies with this kid. I have a dog. He kind of smells, but wow, that's that's You're, my pitch to Keaton. You just hooked him. I think you just yeah. hook, hook line and sinker right there. I have a dog. My Keaton's like, well, fuck it. I'm coming on their podcast. I'll record it live. Come on the pod, kid. Come on the pod. <laughs> I did hear him on Conan's podcast, and it was a great interview. I will no, say, yeah. yeah, he is. He's a funny, personable guy. I just, you know, I I need to call it hypocrisy where I see it. Yeah, um, just watch the movies, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he was also a faux superhero in uh, Birdman. I guess that was more ah, about true. Yeah. something else, probably mental illness. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's let's go on that. We're crazy uh, assumption we're flying right <laughs> over that topic but yeah yeah um, let's go to owen wilson yeah we can talk owen wilson by the way this actually this is what makes this podcast so fun because i genuinely really don't care if michael keaton watches those movies or not <laughs> but it's just about seeing headlines and overreacting um that's why that's what's so fun is just seeing literally that's all the world today is is just looking at it and goes, No, they didn't, and then scroll again yeah. and forget about it. <laughs> like, My opinion matters. How just, could, re, reply, how could they? And ruin someone else's day and forget <laughs> you even replied to it. Yeah. <laughs> um so Wes Anderson's new film, The French Dispatch. Mm -hmm. He has uh, I mean it's upcoming. Oh, we have so, a, so a, grossly Wes Anderson it oh, hurts disgustingly from the trailer. Disgustingly Wes Anderson. I mean it's ridiculous. We have a a bicycling uh what is it, newscaster or something? Or newspaper writer? Yeah. The cycling some... reporter is what this is gonna be. So it's a French dispatch. It's a small city in France. Who else but Owen Wilson is driving around in this very cute Wes Anderson -y bicycle and we get a uh um, a Bill Murray sighting as well. It's in the of town course. of sur Blase, and Owen Wilson is just that was perfect pronunciation. Being, actually, thank you, sir. 
Yeah. Uh, it is like it honestly. It seems like Wes Anderson is doing a parody of Wes Anderson for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just like looking at the cast is insane. I don't. Think I mean, he's but the had, cast is—it's always going to be the. Cast, I know, but I know? don't think he's had a better cast in a movie, and it seems like there's levels to Wes Anderson, and I feel like he's trying to Wes Anderson a Wes Anderson movie. Like yeah, he made he's, a draft. He's out Wes Anderson himself. Oh yeah, he made a draft and goes, "How many Wilsons can we fit in this? And then what else can we do to make it more Wes Anderson?" He's. I feel like this is so you make uh, an AI program watch a thousand Wes Anderson movies <laughs> a million times, and then they write a script, and this is it. This it's is what CGI they come up too. with. Yeah, yeah. It's like Owen Wilson enters on bicycle, throwing papers at unknowing Bill Murray, and you're like, oh, okay, they got it right. Yeah, and the same <laughs> extremely still <laughs> tracking shot shot through a very cute small French village. Uncomfortable bath shot with Timothy Chalamet <laughs> reading <Whoa>. poetry. <laughs> That's it. That's the trailer. That's but make the it first... pastel. <laughs> yeah. Make it quirky, but not overly so. <laughs> ah, it's probably a little overly quirky, Over, huh? Yeah, a little bit, I'd say. <laughs> but I'm excited for it nonetheless. I can't wait to see it because I'm going to watch it multiple times. I still haven't seen The Isle of Dogs, though. I don't think that's something I, that I have should probably either. Watch. I think that I, um, I think that I saw a little bit of it, and I was just like, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> See, honestly, I love, and we've talked about Wes Anderson movies before. I do yeah. like Wes Anderson a lot, and you have to respect the shit out of him for how good of a director, filmmaker, artist he is. Like, his his movies are truly art, but yeah. you hit a certain mood sometimes where you're like, I kind of just <laughs> kind of feel like watching Beckett run away from some people and <laughs> kind of hang out. Uh, yeah. And then I'm just reading now. It says that the movie is a love letter to journalists set at an outpost of an American newspaper in 20th century Paris. Yeah. 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 This is going to be this is going to be the peak Wes Anderson. This is his tel- 10 film, too. This is his Tarantino. Oh, this 10. is a big 10. Yeah. Do you think he's retiring after this? No, I think that he's going to. I don't going. think it. I don't know where these movies are going to go, like with aesthetic. In let's say in twenty years he's still making movies. What gonna is it going to look same. like? It's just going to be three blotches of color on the screen with words coming at you. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just going to be different past- pastel colors and just words. Yeah, and then it's just going to be a picture of Owen Wilson and Bill Murray in the background. An opaque orange, a, a dark village. green, and then a gray coming at you, and then you're going to hear Bill Murray like at ninety four years old say like. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you mean you, you mean starburst orange, forest green and ash mm. gray. <laughs> exactly. Do you need to know the color codes of those? I've got, yeah, I've yeah. got those on lock. It's actually uh hashtag number sign C0053. And Wes yeah, Anderson I'm... yells at you, slaps you and says, "It's 54." I told you this. It was in the meeting notes. <laughs> um, and wow. let's, let's go on to this next one. About So actually, th- so a lot of the way we get these news articles is we go through Screen Rant, and I was going through Screen Rant, and there were so many articles for some reason that were all in a row about how much people got paid for uh, certain movies. Uh-huh. 
And the one that just kind of made me stumble because it was a movie that I had never heard of. And it was, you know, America's sweetheart, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you've ever heard of him, he's a you know small actor, get, gets paid for a, a few blockbusters every year. He promotes like this this weird brand on Instagram. I don't know. He's like uh, he's some, some supplements guy. I don't know. He's oh, just, I think uh, your name is tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the supplement I mean. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Terabata. Apparently very yeah. good tequila. Um, so yeah, so The Rock, he is in this movie coming out that I honestly do not, I never heard of it. It yep. actually, sure, maybe it might be good. I have no idea. But the fact that we haven't heard about it at all, it's supposed, I believe it's coming out this year. Um, it is an Amazon Studios movie, Christmas movie, action adventure featuring wow. The Rock. It's called Red One. Do you think um, that he's on a boat in this one too? I I check my <laughs> or in cruise. a jungle? Do you think it's in a jungle? Like he's done two Jumanjis and Jungle Cruise now. I don't know I how say, much can, more jungle can he can take. Be mutually exclusive, or does he always have to be in no, a jungle no. if he's in always a boat? on a boat in a jungle? He's gonna do the next Anaconda movie and just fight the Anaconda himself on a boat. <laughs> Is there <laughs> an Anaconda remake coming out? I wish there was. Dude, honestly, awesome. it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Absolutely. It's coming soon. Yeah. Stamp it. I guarantee if I look up Anaconda, there's going to be like a 2023 <laughs> next to it. It's going to say in development next yeah, to its this, IMDb title. I'm really hoping that it comes up right now. <laughs> so red one, while details are still under wraps, it's described as a globetrotting action adventure comedy that imagines a whole new universe to explore within the holiday genre. I would go off on a limb and assume that if there was a whole new world to explore within the holiday genre, we might have already cracked that code before because <laughs> we're, yep. we've been trying it for what? 10 movies a year from like for the last since whatever elf came out was that like 20 years ago now yeah that was around there i think like 2003 2004 oh okay hang on so it's it's begins filming in 2022 and they hope to get it out in 2023 hey kev huh <laughs> guess what there's gonna be is there gonna be an anaconda remake on January 24th, 2020, it was reported that Sony is developing an Anaconda remake. It's a Sony movie, too. <laughs> oh, my. Dude, so not surprising. <laughs> Hang on. Let's let's think. Uh, what, what other the movie are they going to reboot? I guarantee the rocks in it. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely. Unless they're not. Yeah, it's Sony. They're, they're going to be able to throw money at him. Oh, Him, Kumail be, Nanjiani, Kevin Hart. It's going to be The Rock. Brie Larson, yeah, <laughs> little Rel in it. <laughs> little Ray Howard, and he seems yeah, like he's on the come up. <laughs> um, yeah, so it sounds like they're doing a a 2023 release. Oh god! And so, oh, we didn't even get to the story yet. So, in this movie that has not even begun filming yet, it's been announced that he is being paid fifty million dollars for it. Five zero. So he's getting $30 million up front and $20 million on the back end, it's projected. So let's say you have a respectful salary of $75,000 a year. In a year, <laughs> you will make... Or basically, if for this movie, The Rock is making 667 times that amount of what people would make in a year. <laughs> 
for hey look i think that the general gist of this article is like hey this means that it's probably going to be good they're throwing money at it they really expect big things out of it my thing is they think that they're i mean look action adventure comedy kind of like loosely centered around christmas maybe that's the thing maybe it won't actually be a christmas movie it's just kind of be like you know Maybe not in the sense that, like, the whole annoying Die Hard thing. Like, obviously, Die Hard was not supposed to be a Christmas movie. I bet they'd loop it in a little more. But yep. they haven't... Yeah, their announcement... Amazon does not specifically mention Santa Claus or how exactly Christmas, but will play with the story. But several <laughs> several outside sources paint the project as Santa-centric. Oh, Could you imagine God. if they try to pass off The Rock as just some I- hot, hard-bodied Santa? That's what I was about to say. They're going to put him as Santa Claus and they're going to have him fighting somebody off some evil elves to deliver presents on Christmas. And it's going to be like some kid is with him and he's like, get in the sled and just fighting. And there's going to be one scene where the sled disconnects from the reindeer and they're about to go off a cliff and he's got to hang oh, on to sure. both bunch of them. Of, but there's going to be a bunch of presents. sparks going too on the yeah. bottom, uh, like the rails. Have you ever seen, oh, yeah. uh, oh, have you seen Scrooged? I think we've talked about it. No, the- I don't think I have actually. Okay. There's, there's like a beginning of it and it's supposed to be this action movie where these people try to infiltrate the North Pole. San is like shooting them. Um, I, I kind of see it going like that. I think maybe they watched Scrooge and they were like, oh, let's just do that. <laughs> like that works. <laughs> hey, we'll just like copy that. But with Dwayne, right? Yeah. They're like, of course. yeah, of course he can do anything. Just some super big buff Santa. Oh, no. oh it's going to be. It's gonna be a little weird. They're ah. gonna remake. They're gonna start remaking everything now. Honestly, they're gonna start remaking like Armageddon. They're gonna remake. Oh, yeah, like- that's what I wanted to do. I remembered. I want. I was like, I want to talk about something. So Anaconda. What else yes. are they gonna make? Are, are we gonna get seventeen candles soon? Is that, we're is gonna, that gonna be the next reboot? Seventeen <laughs> candles. We're gonna get super weird science. We're gonna get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> extremely odd science we're gonna we're, we're gonna definitely get, not gonna get revenge of the nerds no the, brun- House. the brunch club, oh, <laughs> <God>. gonna, <laughs> brunch club. <laughs> what's rush hour gonna be called they're we're gonna get something else for rush oh, hour rush hour might seem a little I mean, they, they might need to clean up the humor in that yeah. a little bit it's gonna be called like leisure time or something we're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> get something random for brunch that. clubs just about uh a virtual class yeah like through zoom they have virtual detention because someone was cyberbullying someone <laughs> the matrix five with keanu reeves again oh, oh. the mummy but brendan fraser is making oh, his comeback yeah. so See, we're good i'm all about brendan Fra- if they remake Dude. the mummy they need to cast brendan fraser and i'm all in on it you know I'm what's all funny in on it. like I didn't realize that Brendan Fraser is as universally loved as he is. I'm not oh, on yeah. Twitter, but I I saw like every he even like Everyone's posted so a video loved. being like I'm so happy that like all of you love me. I didn't really yeah. know you did, but yeah, I mean it's nice. Shout out Brendan Fraser, what a great I, guy. There was an interview where he started kind of tearing up when the woman interviewing him was basically like, "Yeah, we're so happy for you. We all have your back. Like the interview internet loves you. We've we've loved you forever." And he's basically like, "Oh, I." I didn't know that. And he's just this happy guy who's just happy he to be in, have the internet in, just yeah. flowing through his mind all the time. He's, he's just happy like, to be in Killers of the uh 
Flower Moon. Flower Moon. Yeah, I read that book. It was pretty good. Um, but hey, I'm a I'm a book guy. Book guy. Oh, another uh, piece of news that's not actually news. Vacation Friends is coming out. Oh. It is a movie with John Cena and Lil Ray Howard, and they just posted a uh, a clip, and it is a foursome joke that John Cena makes. That they're golfing. John Cena drives up. The guy says, "Are you comfortable in a foursome?" And John Cena says, "As long as there's one other girl there." Boom! Go Whoa. watch that one. Okay, I'm I'm all on board the John Cena train though. After a suicide, love John squad. Cena. Like love John Cena. The Peacemaker show is going to be awesome. Yeah. So no, I, I'm just saying, like this in terms of a clip to not... release. If if you, if you yeah. think you're getting people with that, what I'm, was I'm that other so sure. movie he did? Like Stoppers or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I honestly don't even know. Trainwreck, he was great in. Look, Trainwreck, he had Trainwreck, a really funny, uh, funny uh, thing. He was great in. We also, I mean, he's on the up and up. I got to say, who do you think is going to end their their career with a higher net worth? John Cena or Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh, I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has already had so much. For like, dude, 10 years ago, everyone was like, oh, this guy is just getting paid for everything. And it's 10 years later, and there's still just not an end in sight. I know John Cena. John I mean, Cena's got the potential. I think it is. I think I he's mean, got John, the potential. John Cena and Batista have been like they've had incredible careers after the WWE. So, look, I, I think it could be John Cena. That'd be awesome. But I mean, I don't. I don't think that there's going to be anyone like anyone can surpass The Rock. I I really don't know. Yeah, I did see that uh, Dave Batista number one wasn't asked to be in the What If series. Like to voice oh, Drax, okay. yeah. which is kind of what happened there. And number two, I saw he wants to do something with Jason Momoa, like a Lethal yeah. Weapon style kind of buddy comedy, or not even comedy, like just buddy movie. Which for the two, two of probably like the biggest guys, that could be an awesome action movie and somewhat believable, rather than a Jason Statham where he's like five foot seven. Oh, it's dude, I kind of like that Jason Statham, like, like it. small like, guy, like, oh, I'll do kung fu. Look, and it's he always good. talks like this. It's good, for, it's good for us who are similar to him, <laughs> but not big, so realistic. Big movies for the short kings out there. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see how it is. Uh, Jason Momoa, speaking of him, just had a movie on Netflix called Sweet Girl. Uh, we did not check that one out because it had worse reviews than Beckett. So if you watch that Becky. one and not Beckett, sorry about that. We're going to be pretty quick on Beckett because I don't yeah. have too much to say. It was a fine movie. You know, it was. That's one way to put it. It was serviceable. Um, you know, it was a movie. It was, it was a. Okay. So Beckett, for those that didn't watch it, it was a thriller. Um, kind of a mystery movie essentially there's an american tourist in greece gets in a car accident because he falls asleep at the wheel and his girlfriend gets launched into the car and dies so he's going out to get her he sees a child a girl or a woman pulls him back in and then from there he just kind of gets chased by all these people realizes that the kid that he saw was basically a political prisoner they uh uh what a uh, politician son yeah, they, they kidnapped him what were the motives uh the americans were behind it we need to clean it up it's a anti-greece uh uh anti-austerity politics. reversal for greece um uh, was what the politician was doing Kevin's got then, some insights on that 
um well actually you know what was fun about this movie was i was watching it with my with uh it sounds so old my wife and she i was like we whenever there was greek speaking we would trans or i would have her translate it because there was also sometimes that they were speaking greek in like the the police station and then they would answer in english and we were trying to see if they actually put in that the people were saying something different in greek than the translator was saying wasn't the case. <laughs> they, were just, they were just translating, so they kind of did us right there. Um, yeah, I mean, so what I would say about this movie, and I would say that the stakes felt lower than they actually were. Like, in terms of the thrills of it, when when John David Washington would say, like, oh, they're, they're going to be waiting for me when we get there. Like, that was just one of those things... I sat back and I realized that like while he was in the car, it was supposed to be this crazy political thriller at like the highest of highs. He's supposed to be basically stopping this, uh, this essentially assassination. Yeah. Um, and like it's the kid is kidnapped that these stakes are so high. And for whatever reason, it just did not feel that way, which I don't think you want out of a thriller. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it moved so weirdly for me. Like the flow. I was yeah. telling you half the time I didn't really know why they were chasing him. I think that was kind of on purpose. Like that I think was it was supposed purpose, to be a, a little also, confusing and jarring because I also think there's a mystery aspect to it. But no, it was also yeah. like at some point became super clear. It was that point where, you know, like unless there's something. Su- I thought it had something to do. I mean, obviously, that's the point is to not know. Yeah. At some point, you'd like maybe want a hint or something when you're an hour in and there's no indication. He's just running like and surviving like he's Bear grills on a trip. It's like, well, you know what? Can you give me a little something here? Like, yeah. Any sort. But I mean, it's a, it's a good, you know, classic. Not even turn your mind off. On just the run. Watch, yeah, oh, just I on the run kind of movie. movie. Just go watch it. it. I mean, it's it's fun. It's exciting. But it's also... It's not something it's, where you're going to get mad at because something happens and you're just seething. I don't think you get that emotionally invested into it, honestly. Ah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, you really yeah. don't. Like, it, there's not much buy-in on your yeah. end for this movie as the as the <laughs> watcher. Um, it's fine. It's again, it's it's a fine movie. It's interesting. We, I, I think, for both of us, we haven't watched too many of these kind of movies. Um, so generally, when we when I get around to these movies, it's when they're really good. Like I do like thrillers, but I think that there's something to a thriller that yeah. when a studio is behind it and they're really buying in, it's I think that maybe even just I I don't know. I don't know kind of well, I thought that they I, I don't like calling out actors because I don't know the first thing about acting. So I, I just think like at first oh, the, the boyfriend girlfriend dynamic, I don't know if it was bad acting oh, or if they were just no. confused as to what they were. I was like I was gonna Is ask she like you trying what what I wanted to know was like I, I genuinely did not understand this from the dialogue and the way they were acting. Like did he cheat on her and she was like trying to call him out for it like multiple times? There was like some weird dialogue in I there that know. I was like, Where I was is gonna... this gonna come up? But it doesn't get revisited. I thought that I was going to ask you, I was thinking they were either like just overly in love on a honeymoon or something and being really annoying or they like, like weren't dating at all the top or they, they were had, acquaintances or they had just met and were just yeah. like in the honeymoon well, that's, phase. That's something what I thought. I thought that me. like I, maybe they met and then he like one of them like 
or they just went to Greece and yeah. like started this crazy. Or they imp- met like, there. Like, yep. and then when she died, I was like, oh, he'll be fine. I didn't really oh, dude, know the, what they were. The thing that killed me about the movie, though, the one part that actually like had the most emotional response out of me was when he had to call her dad. And he was oh, just yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And she's the like, dad she's was just okay. Like, and then yeah. he's like, I'm like, what, well, dude? Uh, what yeah. do you say? Oh, that was, yeah. that was gut wrenching. But then, I, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it, it definitely was like, it was supposed to be one of those movies. It was a thriller. It was supposed to keep your heart beating. It was supposed to keep you on the edge of your seat. Kind of be like anxiety inducing. Kind of like. I, basically, yeah. it seemed like it was trying to be like an uncut gems in terms of like there's no really. Uh, I can't do those again. Pressure. Well, but that's. I I thought uncut gems was incredible, like really? incredible because I thought it was super well done and there was no release. That's kind of what I thought this movie was going for in terms of that setup. Like there wasn't really a. It didn't pump the brakes on you to try to be like, hey, this is really high stakes and really crazy, isn't it? But it just didn't feel that crazy in a way. It wasn't that crazy. It was more <laughs> like, and it's not even like, I, I think what would have helped even is we didn't see anybody get hurt. Like the only person oh, we saw get Washington hurt is him. Super hurt, yeah. No, the only person we saw get hurt is him. Oh, and, and then we're thinking, and oh, the- there's no even like, oh, innocent people got hurt. No, we just heard gunshots. And then on the train, he's like, did you hurt the beekeepers? And then he's like, of course, don't say anything. Like, what? <laughs> we didn't see shit. Yeah. How am I supposed to feel for anything? Dude, the one person that we arm. did see get hurt was the one thing that you were like, you're not going to get mad at it. The one thing I was mad at was right away in the consulate. Well, like, Maybe not right away. The first character introduction, though, you see out of him, some tall, handsome, blonde guy, literally <laughs> to the point where, like, again, my wife, like, it's that guy was so good looking to the point where, like, all movie, you're just seeing these really beat up people or, like, mafia people. And you yeah. see this guy, and you're like, all right, that bad guy's guy. going to be a bad guy. <laughs> like, like, right bad away, guy you're just alert. like, and it's so funny because the whole time it was so obvious and then there was supposed to be this crazy reveal like 20 minutes after his character introduction where the whole time we were like, yeah, I know you're going to be a bad guy. Just, just he be a even, bad guy. Is he even dead? He just hit him with the stick a couple times. Oh, are we going to get a Beckett 2? Oh, revenge I think we're on the, track for a Beckett 2. Evil guy, whatever his yeah, name was. Also, he got shot in the side before the end of the movie. Is he dead? Oh, that's... Do you th- actually do you think he is? He probably died. He got shot, stabbed, and I, I mean, he jumped from a four-story building onto the top of oh, a car and I hit his mean, head. Come on. His head made a come dent. Odd. What are you fucking that, Batman? I, I I don't need to actually complain about that. I think everyone watched that it was like they they couldn't have had him be on like the third deck. He couldn't have been at three B. He had to be at four D. This man loves jumping from things, I will say. He jumped off the cliff. He jumped well, off this. You know, the funny thing is, he like there were random shining moments of him being a crazy action star. You'd be like, oh, this guy's like trained in God yeah. knows what. And then as he's in the first part, he's running away. He gets shot in the hand from the the male cop. And he's running away. He like drops a sweatshirt or something and sees that he drops it, but doesn't think to pick it up. He's just like, oh still going and then he puts his bloody hand all over a rock makes a nice like just hey here i am this is where i went it was i i honestly the only thing 
I could say about it. Like I literally thought this during the thing. I said out loud, you know that SpongeBob thing, the guy, the one guy that shows up to the um the Krusty Krabby. <laughs> oh, this guy talent stinks. Show. Yeah, the talent, <laughs> talent show. show. Yeah. Hey, this guy stinks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's brother, really bad. This guy stinks. Oh, yeah. brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> That's that's what I thought about Beckett at first, and then all of a sudden he's on the fourth story of a freaking parking garage, just going down like he's wearing one of those squirrel suit things, like yeah. he's about to go through a canyon. But no, no squirrel suit. He just goes lands on a car. Guess what? The kids in it. They get the There's, kid. Which oh I actually, you know, gosh. I didn't mind that. I did There's not all like those how they, videos of like people. <laughs> Like, there's all these videos now of, like, what if the movie ended like this and it just cuts at certain times where it's, like, just if, if Beckett just car. jumps off the car, hits his head, and then it's just, like, directed by. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that. Let's yeah, do that just, on TikTok. Just what if, what if this movie ended this way? Those would be fun. I like that idea. Those are really fun. I mean, there's some really cool ones. There's some ones that absolutely suck, and everyone in the comments is like, this makes no sense with the plot. <laughs> like, what Did are you, you talking ever, about? Did you even watch the movie? Like, yeah. this is halfway through. And then there's some that are really cool. But yeah. I think we could do one of those for Beckett. That would just be really funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Yeah, I mean, look, I it was fine. It was fine. I love John David Washington too, though. Oh, that's he's fantastic. Like, he was well, on a thing. hot that's, streak. I, that's another reason when I said like I don't want to call out acting because I don't know about it. I know he's a good actor, and I believe I bet everyone in there is a good actor too. Maybe the writing was just a little confused because, like I said, it was dialogue. That man like, did fight scenes backwards. Yeah, he's that's a, insane. I mean, he oh, can, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's acting. I think that yeah. it was just confused. Like, it was just confusing. I don't know if it was supposed to be between their like relationship, but that's something that really bothered me. Like after the yeah. movie was over, I was like, "What were they? I was going to why you were they talking like, about like were know. they just annoying? Were they just annoyingly like? I was going to ask on your honeymoon, were you just like that annoying couple in the corner that's like, <laughs> "Do you want dessert?" Oh, when they were in the when they were yeah, like the cafe the and they were like being I was like, super. No, no. I was going to skip forward. I was like, I don't need this. I don't like this. This no, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. like this no is one's making ever me been like uncomfortable. That. <laughs> Give me the happiest, most in love couple I in the world. Dessert. You're not going to sit there and just yeah. be like feeding fries and stuff. there's just one other person in there you're making them wildly uncomfortable yeah. that's like the worst thing you can do as a person if there's one other person in a restaurant and you're a couple you you have the decency to not make them feel really weird about themselves or just don't talk the whole time and leave just don't talk oh that's yeah that's all yeah, you yeah, have if you're to gonna do. be that much just go you got your car that you just you know yeeted off a cliff go yeah. sit in that that's why <laughs> what was or the that thing you're about to eat off the cliff. oh my god i just <laughs> I saw this thing about Outer Banks that was the writing. It was trying to be very modern with their slang. Oh, no. One of the Did girls is yeet? our age. Which, by the one way, of, I've never yeah. even said yeet out loud until now. <laughs> one of the girls is our age. The girl Madison Klein. Or, yeah, she's um, Madeline Klein. She's all, I mean, she, I've seen interviews with her. She's great. Yeah. She's like the good actress, whatever. But there was one line in the show that she said that like somebody jumps over a chain or something. And she goes, oh, my God, dude, did you just yeet over that chain? Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, 
No, please. See, I cringed when I said yeet it off the cliff, but I had no other choice. It came out of my mouth for some reason. Yeet over the chain is it literally that's that is the ultimate uh who is it? Um, Steve Buscemi with yeah. the skateboard. How, How do you, you do, do fellow, fellow kids? kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, oh. that one hurt my soul to hear. Oh, yeah. Dude, speaking of that, by the way, I do feel like an old person right now, especially because here, this is what happened to me, just similar to what happened to you with uh, rain. And by the way, I think that we're <laughs> the, done about Beckett. natural occurrence <laughs> of rain. No, I'm saying like if you're a, you know, let's say the yeah. part of my take fire fest of the week, your rain thing. I was, so we were at the show, my buddy in front of me, we got a, he got a beer, I got a beer. And then the bartender, like I, there was someone behind me, I was in the middle. And then I hear, oh, could I have your ID please? Like to, to the two dudes behind me that I'm, I'm friends with. So yeah. apparently, well, also the guy in front of me, let's just forget about him. Let's just think about yeah. me. Cause I'm the only one that matters. Exactly. Apparently I look so old that I don't need to get carded, but the guy behind me did. I think he's also a year older than me too. Did you have a hat on, Kep? No, I look bald when I'm wearing a hat, but <laughs> no, I did not have a hat on. I got a haircut too, which is why I look especially bald when I wear a hat. <laughs> it's fine. No, look at that. Oh, All right, it's fine. It looks it looks fine. Yeah, no, you don't dude. look that old. It's the ring on your finger now, I think. I, that's the thing. I don't want to be so pompous like because at this point in my life, I'm like, oh, yeah, like wearing a ring, I notice it, but I don't want to assume that anyone else like just oh. looks at the ring. Hello, did you see this? By the way, <laughs> I only lift my left hand up in the podcast, so, it's I, so they see the beveled edge. Yeah. It's tungsten. <laughs> so when I do my handiwork, the rarest <laughs> of minerals. <laughs> it's, so when I work with my hands, when I podcast with my hands, it won't get scratched up. You're more dense than my wedding ring. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to, like, because we don't talk about our jobs or anything, obviously, yeah. on the podcast. But I, when I say work with my hands, I wonder if people are like, oh, I wonder, is he like a carpenter or a plumber? <laughs> of course not. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, I mean, good times. Good. Oh, yeah. That, I guess that just, uh, that means you ran out of steam talking about Beckett. I guess I, guess I did, too. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, look, that's that's not a bad thing. Not much to say no. about it. I think that it got... I'm going to check the Rotten Tomatoes score again. I think it was 48. I really, I, the last I checked, it was like a 34 or something. It's so dropping like the stock market. No, I'm saying that was like a few days ago. Oh, okay. Um, so hopefully it's increasing because, I don't know, like if I had to put a number to it, I definitely would not put it in the 30s. Put I'd like probably put it so Yeah, I'd put it in the 60s. Yeah. Six, yeah, it's a 48 right now. It's not, I mean... 48? Six, not 64 terrible, point, 64% of people like this movie. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would say probably somewhere around 60 for me. Um, yeah. Fine movie. I... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, it was trending on Netflix. Like it was number one for I think three days in a row, which means it probably did big. numbers. A lot of people watched it. Um, so hopefully, this means John David Washington gets more roles. I'd like to see him in more stuff. He's gonna get um, more roles just because of Tenant alone. Oh yeah, Tenant. Oh, I and I just recently watched that too, which is why I was so interested in this movie. But yeah, yeah, they they can't all be huge movies apparently like he just like fields questions about the ending and then doesn't know either so he's just like yeah no totally i don't know i just kind of forgot yeah 
like, why would you ask me? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you because you're the, you are the guy, man. <laughs> you are in the movie, remember? Sure. Like, you're no, like actually, kind of the big deal in this movie. <laughs> kind of forgot. What happened? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so, hey, I mean, the next big release that we have is going to be that, that theater exclusive Shang-Chi release uh, September 3rd. It comes out. Um, before that, we're, we're going to have a pod week. I mean, we talked about Sweet Girl uh, and the fact that we probably wouldn't do it just because it yeah. got a lower rating. Nope, we're not going to. I'm just going to put yeah. that in now. Just well, say it but now. It, the only other new movie that would come out in the meantime would be no, Candyman. There's, there's, <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not let's watch. see. Scary. Let's see. I'm going to prove you wrong. Right here, I have the list. I have the list. Just wait. This is oh yeah, rating. we'll do a quick segment. If um, you do, uh, so there's Protege Reminiscence on HBO Max. Oh, is that out right now? It says it's out. Which cool. one is that? That's uh the fucking one with Hugh Jackman. That's on HBO Max. Yeah, apparently. All right, um, we'll do that next week. And then there's Candyman, and then there's uh, Shang Chi, Mogul Mogul Lee. And then uh, there's not anything for a while. Dune. Shoo, the last duel looks cool. That looks yeah. interesting. That's this is just great a, radio. That's literally, this is that's, awesome okay. radio. Let me just say the just last like the duel. Podcast. If there's not a Dunkin' Donuts logo somewhere hidden in the last duel, I'll be upset because it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and they're going to toss a Boston reference in there, even though oh, it's the medieval times. They're going to be like, all right, where's my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> bringeth me my caffy bringeth me my caffy is this yeah, donkeys so <laughs> donkeys it looks like uh reminiscence doesn't have the hottest ratings which is fine that's fine um, we'll forget you know it's gonna it. have pretty high ratings it's gonna be candy man that's i'm down to do some horror i'll be i think that you're better day. with horror than i am Dude, so, I don't know. I slept with a nightlight for a while. Not that it was an uncomfortable amount of time, but and then you turned twenty three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, maybe maybe we'll have to. How about if you're still listening to this? Please let us know. Um, <laughs> comment on our Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Let us know what you want us to do. Yeah, uh, get us at sincerelyunqualified at gmail uh, we want to keep building the community and we also yeah exactly because now we're doing new movies we want to know what you guys want to hear about so we're hoping that you care about Beckett if not hopefully you just tune in for the ridiculous quote-unquote news aka just banter that you know you know has no backing but we'll figure out we'll see because I'm not gonna lie I'm genuinely that scared of horror movies that I have a feeling that Candyman is going to be a little much for me. I saw the teaser. Okay, when you know what? It's not I, that bad. Dude, I saw the teaser where there was no... Like, it's the lead up to the scary part. And I was spooked for like a few minutes after. Dude, <laughs> like, you'll oh. be fine. It's not even that scary. All right, because Reminiscent stinks, we're going... You know, it's Jordan Peele. Got to support Jordan Peele. We're going to go see Candyman in theaters. We're going to freak out. It's going to be really fucking scary. Oh, yeah. It's going to be scary. <laughs> it's going to be. And I'm going to see it probably by myself. It's going to be so scary. Yeah. I'm going to try to make the, the fitness instructor come, and I won't be successful. So I'll probably be alone, too. Maybe I'll bring my dog. You know how people bring um, like snacks in with under yeah. their sweatshirt? 
See if I can sneak my 60 pound dog in under my sweatshirt. Just so yeah, I can I'm sit, sure that'll make him work. Watch it the whole time too. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be like scared in the in the bathroom waiting for you by the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So well, let's see if we can do that one. Uh, uh, until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Winnie. Hopefully, we'll see you at the next episode. We're gonna be sleeping with night lights. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs>